1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
2: Danny Meringue.
0: Dusty Bun?
2: Dusty Hera. I've been
3: really busy. I'm trying to save the world from Russians and monsters.
4: This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader. <laughs> of
3: course
0: you have. 1080. I
1: want to hear it. The Fan.
0: Reach the stars.
2: In hour number two. Danny and Dusty with you. Or I guess Salty and Dusty uh, with you. Thank you for being part of our day, letting us be a part of yours. Whether on The Fan, 1080 AM, The Fan on YouTube, maybe on Twitch soon. What happened? Yeah, the, what happened? Uh, the we're, st- we're an hour in.
4: Yeah, the stream key is, was not working, so I've got to I've got to fix it after this. Hot
2: sample. damn! Um, thought we were good. No, though we thought yeah. we were good. Yeah, we're not. If you miss any of the show, you can check it out. The Service Patriots Podcast. Uh, service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. A uh, comment section is open and active on YouTube. We have uh, the Vancouver Ford text line two five zero three eight six four six three two six big pickup for oregon yesterday actually a trio of big pickups for oregon yesterday on the transfer portal trail uh it started with jay harris who's a running back out of northwestern state (laughs) Mm. northwest missouri state sorry a d2 running all
4: of our directional schools
2: i honestly i watched his his film he's a d2 running back first team all-american He's 6'2, 215. He's got burst. He was like, I've been looking at everything up. I can't figure out why he was so under recruited, why he's a D2 running back. Where is he from originally? Missouri, St. Louis. And
4: that's interesting.
2: He has got the frame. He has got the quick twitch. He's a one cut back. Like, he is. I I, I don't know what he's going to be in the Pac 12, but he is big, strong, and fast. Big 10. What? Or big 10. Sorry. Yeah. Pac 12. In the Big 10. But he has got the frame and the tools. Where it's like, it always amazed. I'm amazed by how many guys slip through the so cracks. So this
4: is one of those guys that just wasn't at the biggest school or in the biggest. Well, he's in St. Louis.
2: He's in St. Louis, and he was first team all state. Yeah, like that's. I don't know.
4: I mean, like there's like player
2: of the year type guy. Yeah, there's the got to be something league. else. I don't there. know, but uh, he committed to Oregon yesterday, and then Matthew Bedford, the. Uh, offensive lineman out of Indiana. Mm -hmm. He's a big tackle uh, that is going to stay in the Big Ten, and he's Mm -hmm. coming out west. He was committed to Colorado, one of those uh, guys that Dion was touting, ringing the bell on, we got this guy. Uh, Well, we find out that uh, Caden Green, the offensive lineman out of Oklahoma, remember we talked about this with Dylan Gabriel being accused of recruiting him and pulling him to Oregon uh, when he entered the portal. The Oklahoma tackle has committed to Missouri, so – you know, they fill their their tackle position with Matthew Bedford, who is a big body and adds some depth to an offensive line where they feel really confident. Look, they have to replace Stephen Jones. You have to replace Jackson Powers Johnson, the center. And I don't think people realize how comfortable and how good the offensive, the center position has been for Oregon for like a decade. But you you move on from Alex Forsythe, who's one of the best centers in the country, to the Remington Award winner in Jackson to Powers the best Johnson, best center
4: in the country. Uh, that is <laughs> Oregon has it's been good stacked yeah. at
2: that center position. That's going to be a big hole to fill. But they they now have I think it is five offensive linemen that are committed either through the portal or through traditional recruiting with the early signing period mm-hmm. coming tomorrow and it is, they're bolstering that position. But then, last night...
4: Random theory question here. It's not not a full squirrel moment. What do you think is a harder thing to replace? A veteran tackle or a veteran center?
2: Well, like a good tackle? An elite tackle or an elite center? An elite tackle. Because of just how much pressure comes off the edge. and it, It depends on your system that you're running to and what you ask the center to do. I was just
4: saying, particularly in college.
2: Uh, again, the system and what you're asking the center to do and how good your quarterback is, right? If you have a quarterback that between the years you're super confident in and he's got a mastery of the offense, it becomes a lot easier to replace your center in that regard. Because you're not
4: relying on the center to do quite as much. But, you know, when you
2: have, like, then that's the thing. When you have Jackson Powers Johnson and Bo Nix, they can work off each other. Like, if you go back and you watch Oregon games, watch how many times you see... Jackson Powers Johnson do the center squat and turn back. Yeah. Right? And he's communicating with Knicks on what they're going to be Jason Kelsey is
4: in his the, – the NFL films highlights that have come out this year of him telling Jalen Hurts, no. Yeah. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite things to come out of football this year of a center telling his quarterback, nope, screw you, I'm not snapping this ball, we're doing it this way. 100%. And then having – you know, the play be incredibly successful because Jason Kelsey saw something that Jalen Hurts didn't see.
2: But when you have a left tackle who is a grizzly bear that moonlights as a ballerina, those are pretty good. Yeah, Those are pretty good to have. uh, And those are ridiculously hard to replace. So, I mean, that's kind of the long and short of it. But the big one for Oregon yesterday, Dante Moore, man. The UCLA transfer, a former five-star recruit, out of Michigan who was committed to Oregon and almost a year ago to the day flips from uh, Oregon to UCLA. He recommits to the Ducks. And this is a, I, I mean, if if you're an Oregon fan, this is a, as good of a sign as you can have Sure. for that quarterback room this year and then moving forward. Because I go back to, we talked about this when, with the Dylan Gabriel uh, commitment Dylan Gabriel's approach at Oklahoma is, is really kind of what got me on board and, and more excited about him going to Oregon because of the fact that he was willing to groom and mentor his replacement at Oklahoma, knowing that he was either going to go to the NFL or transfer to another school after last year and being okay with that, him coming in and knowing that now Dante Moore is a guy who is going to and make no mistake about it this will be this will be portrayed as it's a competition everybody's got a shot and everybody's going to have an opportunity to play right reality of it is Dylan Gabriel's coming to play one final year Dante Moore has got a will has a willingness to sit learn redshirt a year because he has that still in his back pocket and then have three more years to play after that that is as good of a quarterback situation as you can have after Bo Nix leaving and not having that uncertainty at that quarterback position, right? Because now your room goes from Ty Thompson, Austin Novasad, and Luke Moga, who's who's a commit, who's going to be an early enrollee, and I and think he, is going to be practicing as, as early as at the end of this week.
4: And he tweeted out, iron sharpens iron yesterday.
2: You love to see that, right? Now your quarterback room is Dylan Gabriel, Dante Moore, Luke Moga, Austin Novosad, and Ty Thompson for now. And yeah, the cryptic, you know, the cryptic uh tweet that he put out, but he's still there. For like, sure. that room is
4: it's a, a heck of a lot better than what you were looking at just
2: 24
4: hours ago. I can tell you right now it's a heck of a lot better than the room down in LA right now.
2: Yeah, which they just lost uh, Malachi Nelson, who apparently is down to South Carolina, TCU, Cal, and uh, I think Houston are are the schools that are hot on his services. But that is a massive pickup for Oregon just because of now you have a, a quarterback situation that you can look at and you have comfort with moving into not just the 2024 season, but beyond that, because look this is the reality of college football is that you have got to recruit multiple quarterbacks and you have to have at least one every single year because half of if you look at the top 50 quarterbacks over the last 3 years half of them have entered the portal half of them half of the top 50 of the last 3 years end up in the portal yeah
4: and we were talking You've about you got to be ready for that coming into this year it was the first time that the starting quarterbacks were uh, more than half were transfers. It was 54% of starting quarterbacks in FBS football were transfers.
2: This is going to be the way that you see the top programs recruit moving forward because it gets you that first little boost as you come in. Hey, he's wanted by an Oregon, a Washington, a USC, an Alabama, Georgia. Then if it's not trending in that right direction, they enter the portal and they're wanted by a lot of other schools in the power conferences or elsewhere where they can get that shot and opportunity to play. I highly doubt that you look at and you you take a look at that room that we say is so good right now. I doubt that that's the way it's going to be coming out of spring ball even, you know, because guys are going to enter the portal when it opens back up after spring ball. That's the reality of it. But it's a really good situation to be in moving forward because now – you know Dante Moore knows. Hey, we've got we've got in transfer rules maybe changing. Oh, I don't know. By next week, December twenty seventh. Remember that's a pretty big date.
4: Yeah, and because there's
2: a judge in West Virginia that can rule as a permanent stay on double transfer rules, and it's
4: basically going to open college ball into free agency.
2: Which I'm not a fan of having free agency every single year. That's why pro sports don't have guys become free agents every single year. I mean, that, and
4: it's get, that's
3: that's the issue there. And the
4: thing is, I think you're going to see guys do the. I don't think you're going to see the. I mean, you could see the early transfer, then then early transfer again. Mm-hmm. So you get the this this window right now, and then spring, and when the, when the next period opens up, if they realize things aren't going their way, it's 100 what's going to happen. You're going to see guys go again. Yep. And you're going to the, the 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 period between now and the next transfer window. Is when you're going to see so it's it's going to be corporate espionage. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to fight to keep your guys while also trying to set your classes up, and it's going to be a pain. As we
2: say on repeat, though, uh, the NCAA has made their bed with this, and they got they got to sleep in it now.
4: Yeah, I mean this is it, it. Quite literally, was the NCAA's fault for failing to put a system in place and denying all of the multitude of times Mm -hmm. that they could have made a change, and now it's going to go all the way to the right before it comes up, comes any way back.
2: Dante Moore, make no bones about it, is a huge pickup for the Oregon Ducks, though, and a lot more comfort in that quarterback room. Also, one thing to keep an eye on as well is that with the four-game transfer rule, right, Dylan Gabriel could be the starter, but you can see Dante Moore, Moga, Nova said, "Whomever whoever's remaining in that room, you could still see them for four games next year. Yeah, that, especially that, that new more, shirt, and, yeah. more and more and more. They could play four games, and that that gives you eight games right there, where you could have that backup a backup step in for Dylan Gabriel at any given moment. It's which, a huge it's a huge benefit. Which to if have. you're
4: splitting hairs for your backup coming out of the early season. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to." Give some guys some opportunities early on.
2: It's a big pickup, and Morgan stays hot on the recruiting trail. Uh, there's potentially a bunch of flips if you're following any of the recruiting guys out there. High level prospects, the flips could be coming aplenty. You've already seen a lot coming um, outside of our region you could see a lot more flips over the next 24 hours as uh, you know Mario Cristobal is trying to hold on to his top five recruiting class and people are trying to come in and poach that. And now as you see guys leave the portal for some of the big schools like the Georges and the Alabamas, right? This is when they start getting back in to try and flip guys in the final stages of the recruiting cycle. So something to keep an eye on. We'll, we'll have you up-to-date on all things recruiting uh, tomorrow with National Signing Day as well. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Let's go back to the NFL a little bit. Um, there's more than smoke. There's fire now. Mm. And we got the audio of it. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
0: Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours.
5: Why? Why? If
1: you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why?
4: Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours.
6: Why? Why?
4: Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not
1: switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home
7: Payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details.
3: Danny
4: and Dusty on the fair.
2: Alright, five oh three eight six four six three two six. That is the Vancouver Ford Tech sign um, This text says, why would Novosad even stay? We were talking about Dante Moore. He's there backing up uh, Dylan Gabriel right now. Both of those guys entered the portal and committed to Oregon. Uh, Why would Austin Novosad stay? They didn't even recruit him until Moore decommitted. Now they just got the guy who uh, they liked more than Novosad. And there are still guys that, believe it or not, there are still guys out there that want to compete. Um, I don't. I, I think it'd be very hard to believe he'll be here in Oregon for all four years.
4: Some guys, if you look around, there are guys who, they know the writings on the wall. And instead of trying to chase going full uh, yeah. JT Daniels and ending up at Rice after transferring three times, mm-hmm. some guys just accept the backup role.
2: Well... There's also this comment that he just had after practice because they just got done with practice. He said, it's a great opportunity, an opportunity for me to compete and just go out there and make everyone better. We're going to have a good room and I'm excited for it. That to me is, hey, uh, give me my, you have to understand all of these people, they're not looking at it as like, oh, woe is me. The guys that you want on your roster are the ones that are like, all right, I'll go beat him. Yeah, And you have to have that kind of that alpha dog mentality that, no, I don't care who they bring in. I'm going to beat him. Now, he may change the way that he's thinking once he gets into spring ball, right? And then he takes a look around and goes, I don't see the room for me in this quarterback Mm -hmm. room. And then that's when you hit that spring transfer portal and go and find your next home. That's the reality of where we're at with college football. And that's not a horrible thing. What is bad is when you see, you bring competition in and the guys are immediately like deuces I'm out. Yeah, Like that's why I hold nothing against spot. Ty Thompson who stuck it out for these last 2 years mm-hmm. and then now is like now it's not my time. I'm going to go and I'm going to leave mm-hmm. and I'm going to find my next my next home where I can play. He stuck it out yeah. and he was he was okay I don't know if he's totally okay with it but he was competing and he knew that he was the next man up if anything were to happen. And I think that there's a lot lost in the mentality of a lot of guys who are just like, Nope, things went wrong. I want to leave. I want to go. And the guys who truly want to compete for that neck, that spot, because that's, why a lot of these guys go to the school that they go to? Austin Nova said went to Oregon, not thinking he was going to be playing this year behind Bo Nix.
4: Yeah, no, I mean everybody did the, the deal there,
2: and he has a leg up on everybody else there. That's how he's thinking. That's how you think
4: when a transfer comes in. I've been in the system. I know that I know what's going on when it comes down to it, and I get my chance to show that I'll be better than him.
2: And I trust my skills too. Yeah, because I was good enough to I was good enough to get this scholarship. Mm-hmm. And so you want to compete. Now, you may change your tune after spring ball and you take a look at just the raw skills and where the other guys in the room are at. And you go, yeah, this ain't me. This ain't me. But some guys do stick it out for, for a lot longer. And then
4: rice comes a column. And
2: then rice comes a column. All right. Uh, there's more than smoke. I think we got a full blown fire that is a brewing mm. in New England. On our sister station, WDEI, the Greg Hill show in Boston, they had Bill Belichick on. And how can you have Bill Belichick on your show and not ask him about the report from last week that, oh, I don't know, Robert Kraft is going to move on from you after 24 years? So they just asked him straight up. Well, I mean, look, I think any questions you have for Mr. Kraft, you should ask Mr. Kraft. I'd love to if he doesn't come down here. But I, is this a place that you want to be
0: long term if it were up to you?
2: Yeah, I'm not getting into the past, the future or anything else. Get ready for down to this week. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, come on, man. Bill Belichick. in this is the thing with Hoodie; he can he could very easily go. It's nothing, just non-story. Move on. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on, yeah, we're on to Cincinnati. We could, they could be on to Cincinnati. They're just, they're on to Denver now.
4: There, but there I mean, is way more here.
2: Like when you ask the guy, do you feel supported by the organization? And he's like, yeah. You, could ask, you should ask Mr. Kraft that if you want to ask him that, go ahead and do it. Uh-oh.
4: Go on. Ask
2: away. <laughs> oh, man. They're moving on from Bill Belichick, and that is buyer beware.
4: Go, Chargers, go.
2: <laughs> They're going after Harbaugh. Even though Harbaugh apparently at the team banquet,
4: mm-hmm.
2: he made it sound like he's he's not going anywhere. Which, Remember last year he? when he
4: wasn't going anywhere and the Minnesota Vikings came calling and he got really close to leaving?
2: I know. And the Chargers are one that I could... Totally see him going after. Do you see the, the issue that the Raiders have right now?
4: Oh, God, what now?
2: Well, like, even if they want to hire Antonio Pierce, mm-hmm. the way that the Rooney rule is written, even though he is a minority they candidate, have to interview another one, they like have to go outside of the building for their interview. So, like, even if they feel like they have the guy that
4: they want and he is a minority candidate. Mm-hmm. Being hired by a minority GM. Which is hilarious because you can say what you want about the Raiders and their ineptitude across the board. They have been at the forefront yeah. of diversity in front office coaching. Yep. I mean, Amy Trask was there for, what, 30 years? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's the one thing that they do right is if they think you're right for the job, it does not matter what you look like. <laughs> What color your skin is. What...
2: Antonio Pierce has gotten a team that looked lifeless to fight.
4: They've got some fight to him. I don't know if he's the right coach. Yeah. But they've got some fight to him. They've
2: got they've gotten him to at least fight. And yeah. I'd, when you have a broke owner who's now paying two head coaches not to coach. You can get a cheap coach. Probably gonna Transition be looking cheap towards Antonio Pierce at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah. So he won't be going to the and Raiders. They, Bill Belichick, not to the Raiders, that, to work for Tom Brady. Which who's a minority be. owner.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that whole that whole thing's still weird because he was given like little bits of equity to the team and everything else. So that is very bizarre. Yeah, that's the that's the broke boy ownership of Mark Davis. Dems the, ba- the breaks. Oh, speaking of Dems the breaks, not all championship banners are created equal, and it's very funny to watch the Lakers have to raise one that they really didn't want to do in the first place. But
3: first, here's a big go to Sports Center update. You mind if I? Have some of your tasty beverage to wash
4: this down. Old man
1: winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Oh, Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
5: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
1: we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at TMobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at TMobile.com.
4: It's time for today's worst day on the web
5: with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks.
4: Well, if you watched the Laker game last night, number one, you watched the Lakers lose to the Knicks, which, entirely, we're, we're we're always supportive of here. I actively avoid
2: Laker games at all costs because I hate the Lakers.
4: Also an acceptable answer. Yeah. We'll, 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 I, we'll uh, accept that.
2: I'm a trailblazing-loving, Laker-hating club member, uh, card-carrying member. Who,
4: who's your kid's favorite player?
2: Don't want to talk about it. No. It's LeBron James. I like LeBron James. I can still hate the Lakers and like LeBron James.
4: LeBron James. Uh, Before I get into the worst day on the web. I reserve that right. There's something uh, I I mentioned about uh, the Warriors being Mm -hmm. here the other night. Yeah. Steph Curry Mm -hmm. and LeBron James, they know how to put on a show. And I feel like that is missing in the NBA. They are showmen. That's a good point. It's something that is just missing in today's game. And you can't manufacture it. You can't fake it and you look around the league and it's just, there's not
2: well the best like the best case study of that is Kevin Durant who does not want to be a part of the spotlight no just wants to get buckets and is just incredibly good at what he yes. does Nikola Jokic the same way mm-hmm. i feel like Giannis could be that guy actually he, he is close close to being that guy mm-hmm. except for the fact that for whatever reason like part of putting on the show is like giving those Peeks over to the crowd engaging mm-hmm. with the crowd a little bit and those are what that's what LeBron and Steph do so well is that they know that it's more than just getting buckets that's going to do it mm-hmm. in you know a boisterous um celebration after a dunk yeah. or something like that. It's Giannis doesn't do Giannis is like, I play basketball no. and I let that kind of speak for itself. If he were to play it up a little bit more, and I don't I just don't think that's in his personality, no. he could he could be that next great showman. But per- Dwayne Wade had that in spades. Yes.
4: Perfect example of Steph. Struggled, didn't hit a three against Portland the other night. Yeah. Threw that spinning behind the back pass that ignited the break and then held the pose. Yeah. After like, and do he, it, like and then he kind of gave a little eyebrow raise to the crowd of like, you saw what I did. Do a little something extra. What made me it. think of that is there's a viral clip of, of Arvita Sabonis going around right now. Where remember where Sabonis threw the spinning backhand yep. and held the pose in the middle of the court. little omaz there from stuff. Uh I say all of that because you can't manufacture that showmanship, which is what the NBA is trying to do to an extent by forcing the in-season tournament champion, Los Angeles Lakers, to raise the, um, what was his name, Clippy the Microsoft Office yeah. clip, uh, clip uh, paperclip version of a banner. It's purple.
2: It's not one. They said there was going to be a banner they could add additional years to. Yeah. It's not that at all.
4: Yeah, I mean.
2: I feel like the Lakers are trying to send the signal that we're not going to try to win this again. Because <laughs> if they're going to add another year, they got like one more year that they could ever add to it. The NBA trying to force this down team's throats and fans' throats, like it's a big deal. Anthony Davis was laughing as they were putting up the banner. When they did the unveiling, he was they did a cutaway to him, and he's <laughs> laughing
4: like I can't believe we're doing it's, this. It right was now. like uh for those that are familiar, it was the Draymond Green during Fergie's national anthem it, level of like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing huh? this, huh? We're actually doing this, and it, it looks so. It looks so. It, it looks like the Clippers when they hang their stuff in Staples alongside yep. the Lakers. It's like you can't man. Look, I mm-hmm. hate the Lakers. You hate the Lakers. We all hate the Lakers. But like, there is more tradition and success there than anywhere else. It, it, it looks it looks awkward as hell. It would have looked even worse if the Pacers won
2: because it'd be the only, only thing one up hanging. There. Yes, and then Indiana, the state of Indiana, really the city of Indianapolis would be the sorriest bannered city of all time because in Lucas Oil Stadium we they tried have, hard
4: for four days.
2: In Lucas Oil Stadium, they have a <laughs> banner that literally says "Wild Card Participants." Like they have a. We were in the wild card one year, like that. Is, that would be sad city right there with the banners. That's what
4: happens when you exist for a really long time yeah. and you don't do anything.
2: Well, but
4: you let's, take, not, it's let's not act take like the Blazers can, are above
2: yeah. this with like 80 numbers retired already. We're yes, right out of numbers here Also
4: in like the division championship banners. That's right. I don't like there's like there's like old well, Pacific division banners up there, and I'm just like...
2: I will say uh-huh. when they hung those, though, it actually meant something. Yeah,
4: back then, divisions meant something. It does blah, not blah, at blah, blah,
2: all blah, blah. anymore. If I
4: asked a random Blazers fan what division they're in, there's probably a 50-50 chance they get it.
2: Yeah, that's actually a good point. Because they, they, they don't matter no. at all. Northwest, and they're quite literally the only the team, only team in, in the Northwest. Northwest. Yes. Um,
4: <gasps> Oklahoma City in the Northwest Division.
2: It, yeah, it makes total sense. Minnesota, too.
4: Minnesota, too. <laughs> they're not even northwest in their own state so it was sad it was the most
2: memorable part of that when you're raising an in-season tournament banner the most memorable part of that should be the fact that there was a giant dog sitting courtside. I don't know why there was a giant dog sitting courtside. That dog but has a million is,
4: Instagram followers.
2: It is fitting that that dog is what people will actually remember mm-hmm. from the night they raised the in season tournament banner because nobody should remember that. It's not a, a big deal to raise that banner and have Anthony Davis laugh at it. But there was a gigantic dog sitting. How does a dog sit courtside? It's Brody Brody the golden
4: doodle. But what if that dog takes a dump on right on the, the sideline there? Well, that was the upset of the game last night, is there was a court cleanup, but it was not. It wasn't for the dog? It wasn't dog? for the dog. Somebody, had, somebody spilled the drink.
2: Now, did the Lakers comp? The dog a courtside scene? Oh,
4: 100%. This is a stage social like, media. They tax. knew. It's, it's, it's a million Instagram followers. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting, it's, yeah. Yeah. And
2: yeah. so they're like, you know, yeah, screw it. Who cares? It's like, I don't know. Every dog in the world, especially Golden Doodles, love to chase balls. Like, this won't go wrong. Like, there's no way that dog's going to chase a ball. It didn't. No, it didn't. But that would have made my it was, day. It was chilling, too. It, li- it literally, like, sat down like a person. It, that is so weird. Mm-hmm. That. First of all, a dog having a million followers on social media—he's a very good boy. But why? Why are you following a dog on social media?
4: I never got the whole. Um, are
2: there people out there that follow pets on social media?
4: Uh, a million of them, at least.
2: Yeah, that's ridiculous. If you do, why? I would like to see that text on the Vancouver Ford text line five zero three eight six four six three two six, or uh, on the YouTube chat ten eighty AM the fan. I'm not quite sure why you would like what content is that dog giving you that you want to see. Actually, there's a lot of idiots on social media that are mm-hmm. humans that I, I don't know why people follow, but I see also, nothing that the dog's going to give the you. The
4: dog was the fan of the game last night.
2: It was, and it deservedly so. It's a dog it, sitting courtside. It,
4: quite literally, the goodest of good boys.
2: Yeah, he's a good boy. At that game. Yeah.
4: I'm, I'm trying to think of my little dogs at that game in the absolute sheer terror. That they would cause. Yeah,
2: because dogs are like their owners and you are a (laughs) lawless heathen and so are your dogs.
4: Is that where they get it from? Yeah. Yeah. They they pick up the social cues of their owners. (laughs) (sighs) I'm not even going to argue with you on that.
2: Yeah, B. Rod's like uh, haters gonna hate, Bla- but the Blazers would have hung the same ba- tournament banner.
4: Yeah, they would have because they're forced to. Yeah, that's the whole point. It, it, it makes I, it,
2: this is more on Adam Silver than anything, Lakers. Yeah, no,
4: it it just makes it funny that they have because there is so much about this. The Lakers, like the uh, uh, intel from the Lakers organization, is that they if they won the tournament, they would not hang the band. There's so many local sources about this, and from ESPN across the board of just like. This, uh, I don't know, fake, uh, I'm trying trying to even find the word. This is like Regency, where they're just like, we're above this. No, you're not. You claim to be a mom and pop operation while you've got a $180 million a year TV contract. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear this. And Danny's upset again. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you also is upset. The Green Bay Packers. (laughs) Green Bay Packers have traditionally uh, and historically always held quarterbacks under check and kept them away from perfection. One quarterback was able to upset the apple cart in Lambeau for the first time ever. That coming up here on Danny and Dusty, 10 in the fan.
6: Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service.
5: who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites.
1: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catches. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan.
4: When we were making our picks last week, we looked at the Tampa Bay and Green Bay matchup. And historically, how much the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have struggled in Lambeau. The Packers' effectiveness at home December and January. Uh, it's Lambeau. It's Green Bay. It's cold as hell. Uh, warm weather teams don't do well up there, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year are just... Aren't that good of a team.
2: They went two and fifteen since nineteen ninety in Lambeau Field. The Eesh.
4: Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they have not been good in Lambeau. It's tough to win there, man. Yep. The winter conditions—it's a real thing. If you're not used to it, particularly if you're a warm weather team, Tampa Bay, Miami, Arizona, any of the LA teams, San Diego—well, when they had a team—you're gonna go up there and you're gonna struggle because it's bleeping cold, and it's you're, you're just not used to it. Not only that, you're going to struggle as a quarterback because it's bleeping cold. Your hands are frozen. The wind's blowing. You're just not. The ground hurts more when you hit it.
2: Yeah, you know what the great equalizer is, though? Hmm. A horrific defense. Ah. And Baker Mayfield played outstanding. I mean, he was the he, he was the first quarterback ever to have a perfect passer rating in Lambeau Field as a, a visiting quarterback. 3.
4: 22
2: of 28, 381, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, even though he was sacked five times. Um
4: that he took care of the ball under that much pressure is pretty impressive.
2: That is impressive. And you know, give credit where that credit is due and he played he played his pants off there, but the Packers are god awful on defense and it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like enough people are talking about how bad they are. In the last 2 years, I'm going to read off a list of quarterbacks that have had career days against them. Okay. We do
4: not have that kind of time.
2: Daniel Jones Zach Wilson, Bailey Zappi, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Tannehill, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Tommy DeVito, and now Baker Mayfield. All of those quarterbacks have had the best games of their careers against the Packers' defense. This comes from Pro Football Focus, which in that game against Tampa Bay, the Packers had the lowest graded secondary of any team over the last five years. 29.3 was their pro football focus grade against the pass. They're bad. Unequivocally, bad defensive team. And I this want to play the, the
4: NFL Ch- Charles Barkley version of who he played for. Name, name a starter on the Packers defense.
2: On the Green Bay Packers defense, oh gosh! <laughs> I mean, they traded Razul Douglas.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, there's only uh, there's only one that I was going to get without looking at the list. No, two, two that I would have gotten without looking at the list. You should get one as a pass rusher. I
2: don't even. I I have no. Uh, well, Gary, what? Rashawn Gary. Oh, I was gonna say. Does well they did they got a first round pick on Quay Walker, right? Yeah, no, the Quay, guy? Quay's guy. Quay still there, yeah.
4: Okay, Hey, so we got that. quest so, so, so I got one. So the, the two that I would have named were Van Ness and In, Gary. Oh, uh, in who? Van Ness and Gary and J- uh, Jair
2: Alexander too. Is he active? He plays for him, does he? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I don't know. Check. Yeah, no, I thought he, you have
4: it up in front of no, you. No, I don't see him on the list. That's why I was like, I don't think he's active.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Their defense is uh, not good, though. Um. And Joe Barry is their defensive coordinator, and he's been their D.C. over the last two years. And just uh, yesterday, you had Matt LaFleur, who gave him the vote of confidence and said, we're not going to make a change.
4: Don't ever say it publicly!
2: Why in the world would you not make a change when you're in the NFC North, you're third in the division, you're at 6-8, and and your defense needs a spark. And hell, before this past weekend, you were alive and sitting in a decent spot for a playoff. They would have won that game. They're in that seven and seven cluster right now. With the Seahawks, right now they're six and eight. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Love played well too. Like this is the thing that if you're Matt Lafleur, you're sitting there and you're going, "My defense wasted a good Jordan Love game, and when we needed a good Jordan Love game, he is going to be inconsistent." That may be why you stick with the defensive coordinator. You say, "At this point, we just need better pieces around Jordan Love if we're going to move forward with him." They are bad, and it's his, like, again, that list of quarterbacks that they have given career uh, days to, they're some of the most mid-to-bad quarterbacks in the NFL, and you've made them look really good. How
4: dare you say that about Bailey Zappi?
2: But I will say that about Bailey Zappi, man. (laughs) That guy, he he can play a great 30 minutes of football. But I think what we're losing in this is that all of those guys had career days, Baker Mayfield has been consistently good this season. He
4: has. We talked he about has this coming been. into this season, like, but they made him a in, perfect passer rating up, in Lambo in December. Yeah, and like, I had that game going because you know, I may have had some interest in it monetarily, as you should. But i was sitting there watching the score and I'm watching the points go up, yep. and up, Yep. and up, and then third quarter, I'm like, I, I, I did the uh, lean forward in the chair and it went from the side monitor to the main monitor going. Baker Mayfield gonna drop 40 on the Packers? Like it was it got to the point of like, what is what is actually happening here? And it's such I know the Packers, because their quarterback lineage has it's covered up a lot of sins for that organization, whether it be not getting wide receivers for a long period of time, not getting additional weapons, investing so much in the defense over a period of years. What the hell is the identity of that franchise right now as it stands? going forward because Jordan loves okay well
2: it it is what it's always been which is it is built with from within sure it is built through the draft and in this is where they still are really I mean they are really solid at draft and develop Mm -hmm. right and and they the Oregon state of the NFL but (laughs) in or you have your lulls and to your point of what you said like elite quarterback play raises everything yeah right covers up a lot of sense And when you are going through some developmental issues, elite quarterback play pushes you right through it. When you don't have to draft wide receivers because your quarterback can throw to anybody. Make
4: everybody look good. Then
2: you can build and develop every other core spot without using those picks early in the draft. And that's what they've done a really dang good job of and have, have been very stable. Well, As you continue to go through these drafts and you're not going to have that luxury anymore because you're going to have to start drafting those skill guys Mm -hmm. to help prop up your quarterback who is not Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, then we're going to start seeing those warts be a little bit bigger and they're going to get a little bit more nasty. And that's where Green Bay, I think that having Jordan Love take the strides that he has this year, you're affording yourself to maybe push that off one more year and they're going to try to do it. It's not going to work out great, but yeah. you're going to see it. You're going to see them try to push it back one more year and say, maybe we don't need to go out and use a first-round pick on a wide receiver this year. Maybe we can go back because they they're have. they going to—
4: Aaron Rodgers is going to turn into Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, they like, have to do the, it— In the pointing chair, like, ha <laughs> They have to do it with their offensive line. Mm-hmm. They, they,
2: they've got to start making those—bolstering your offensive yeah, line uh, yet again. And... Yeah, you're getting old there, and yeah. like that's what— I, it's football. Yeah, it's what happens. <laughs> yeah, but now they're going to have to be more aggressive in free agency. You're going to have to try to lure some guys in free agency, and we could see, you know, the Green Bay Packers take a step back.
4: I just want you to know that from dominance, you should be proud of me. Wow, you said you said that they have warts, and I was going to make a joke about you could take off warts in the cold because it's Green Bay, but I didn't.
2: Well, you just did. Uh-oh. You just did. Oh, so is that? Is that how that works? yeah, yeah, yeah. You Uh-oh. already took that out. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of warts, though, huh? huh? And they're Wait. well. Uh, and as B. Rob points out, Green Bay's young right now. Like they, they are. their line is yeah, they're mm-hmm. very.
4: With the exception of back the
2: you've got, but everywhere else they and they do got like Luke Musgrave is gonna be a dude mm-hmm. for them. We, at we've, we've seen
4: them. We've seen him be very productive for
2: him. But just look at the guys who are on the IR outside of Musgrave you're going to have to start getting a little bit younger mm-hmm. in, in some of those positions that you've had mainstays at, because, you know, you've, you've got what your centers now in what Myers is now in his fourth year, fourth year. Mm. He's going to, yeah, I think he's in his fourth season. So it's, it's something where, all right, is he going to be your eight to 10 year guy that you're going to be at, at center or are you going to need to go ahead and Focus start drafting that. all the pieces yeah. all around him? That's mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. Um, not everybody is a Jason Kelsey. No. The Jason Kelsey's of the world really like linemen, it's really hard to play for eight to ten Your to twelve body years. Body falls
4: apart and you suck.
2: These guys are incredible, man. Yeah,
4: no, I, the uh, the Kelsey doc when he's walking around with the uh the acupuncture needles in his foot. I'm like, number one, not supposed to do that. I still haven't seen it. Oh really? No. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's it's a fun little doc. Prime, right? Yeah. All right. It's uh it'll 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 pull the old
2: heartstrings. Good. It's good for that. Kelsey's are great. They are. My wife loves uh, Jason Kelsey. They're making a lot of money. She likes him more than Travis Kelsey.
4: Oh yeah, no, as a, as like as a dude and yeah. the, as far as like a a profile? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, no, he's great. Uh I'm going to make this warts joke.
2: Okay, good do it. Do it, do it.
4: Speaking of warts, Memphis Grizzlies, uh well, are they gonna try to trim one or is this an addition to it? John Morant is gonna make his return tonight after a twenty-five game suspension.
2: Ruining lunches everywhere.
4: What does that mean for the Grizzlies and well, what does this mean for John Morant? That and more as we get to hour number three on Danny Dusty, Tennant the Fan.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island.